Epstein with you here on Play to Win. Now that 2019, I've been calling it Hot Girl Summer, is fully winded down and we've moved into Thawdom, Fall, Harvest. It's time to recap the biggest trends that were Summer 19. And in fact, number one on my list here is the biggest fast food fight in a decade. Going all the way back to McDonald's versus Burger King, the Whopper versus the Big Mac. Chick-fil-A and Popeye's went head to head. And with the help of social media, became the biggest feud of summer 2019. And look, I haven't tried Popeye's yet. I went there twice. I was so frustrated. I went to Popeye's twice. There's one right by my house. I walk in there. The sign says they have the chicken sandwich. They told me they're sold out. I go back the next day. Their sign still says they have the chicken sandwich, and they tell me they're sold out. I walked by it the third time, and they put a sign up that said, oh, we're sold out. It took you the third time to put the sign up. How many people have been going to Popeye's trying to get that sandwich and then ended up with fried shrimp? I was not going to be one of those people. So I can't give you a final decision on Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A, but I'll be a spicy chicken with bacon and cheese guy for life. All right, Chick-fil-A is my jam. Next was the White Claw. And look, I know people are going to look at this and they're going to read this and they're going to listen to this and they're going to be like, look, White Claw came out in like 2016, 17. And all the hot girls have been drinking it since early 2018. But this summer, the summer of 2019, was all about White Claw for the boys. Everywhere you looked, White Claws were to be seen. Parties, happy hours, doing laundry, claws out. It even started with a movement. A movement? Yeah, quote, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. What the hell does that even mean? But I I don't know, but every single girl was posting it on Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. All I know is that it officially became cool to drink White Claw this summer. Now, if you listen to the Sports Junkies on 106.7 The Fan, you'll know my AWOD character, I'm Adam Epstein. I made a lot of claims. And earlier this summer, I claimed that 2019 was the summer of fruity shirts. I'm talking button-downs, talking frockets, I'm even talking shorts. I'm talking everything with tiny watermelon, pineapple, or strawberries on it. Other berries can be mixed in, too. But yes, bros, I'm talking about... Tiny little pictures, imprints, all over. Like spots. It's like polka dots, but instead the polka dots are fruit. Delicious fruit. And that trend is nowhere near finished, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you that. Because I have seen it everywhere I go. I see bros wearing pineapple or strawberries. And you know what? The girls dig it. I'm telling you, they do. It hasn't worked for me yet, but I'll keep you updated on that. What else, you asked, was a trend this summer? Summer 2019 in the DMV was Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Because recently it's been much more accepted to go public with your nerdum. You know, with your how nerdy are you. And, you know, late this summer, or excuse me, early this summer, Avengers Endgame came out and people went crazy. Now you're seeing people rocking Thor t-shirts, Iron Man gear all over the place. I'm going to tell you this also. The best comic book TV show of all time came out. And that is called The Boys on Amazon. I cannot believe how obsessed I am with this show. It's been three weeks, three weeks since I finished the final episode. I've rewatched a few episodes. I've looked online to read about next season. And everywhere I go, I want to talk to people. Hey, have you seen The Boys, Boys, Boys? Because The Boys is incredible. It's basically if superheroes were alive in 2019, they walked among us. And you know what? They were D-bags. And the truth is, That's what it would probably be like if Superman existed. You think Superman's going to jail for a petty crime? No, he's flying 
the F away. If you missed any more of my Play to Win rants, you can always check it out, p2wradio.com. And if I missed any trends, tweet me at the one sports nerd. Let's keep the positive vibes going all the way into 2019. I'm your fearless leader, AWOD, on the fan. Welcome back to Play to Win. Adam Epstein with you here, and I'm happy to be joined now by some special guests. Have you heard of RVA Splash Fest? Well, the video went viral, I'd probably say a month or so or two ago, and basically these two guys were going up to students around VCU campus offering them water guns and saying, hey, do you want to start a fight? Do you want to start a water gun fight? Uh, fight? The video has gone viral. They then did it again in D.C. And uh, I believe one other place, but I'm happy to be joined now by Josh Roth and by his uh, partner, Hallelujah. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing today? Good, man. So why don't you uh, catch our audience up to speed, basically, with uh, how Get Up and Get It started? Oh, absolutely. It's been a wild ride, and Josh is the one that started that brand. So I'll give it to him. Man, it started with, you know, it's about making the most of your 24 hours. You know, we're all given the same 24 hours each and every day, and and you determine whether you're going to, you know, so or if you're going to be happy and, and energetic and full of joy. So, you know, we just kind of, so Hallelujah told me, he was like, yo, let's spray people with water guns in Richmond. And I was like, uh, I don't know about that. Said, All right, I'm going to do it. I was like, All right, cool. I'll just watch. So he went across the street, slid somebody a water gun, and they picked it up and had a water gun fight right in the middle of the day. And I'm like, and it was so much joy. Wow. Like when he and saw then, how much smiles. For the next hour, he just started having a water gun fight. Boom. And so when people come to your event, September 21st in Richmond, Virginia, yeah. at the Diamond, like what should they expect? Is, is it going to be, uh, I mean, like a, a full-out water gun fight? Is there going to be safe zones, a splash area? What can they expect? Well, first of all, they should expect that it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. We're breaking a world record. The way this journey has evolved to where we're spreading joy on a constant basis and people to be involved with that and making history, it's wow. exceptional. Yeah, they can so, expect to have a fun and joyful time with exactly. food, music, games, splash zone. We'll have a chill zone. I mean, just a, a way to come out and end the summer. See, I'm kind of wondering, what is your target audience? Is it going to be filled with college kids, are we going to have wet T-shirt contests with all the girls all around? I mean, what can, what's going to be like? It's going to be for every demographic known to me. Exactly. We've been in Carytown. We've been at U of R. We've been at VCU. We've been downtown. We're, we're making sure that everybody of all ages is welcome and knows that we want them there. So on Play to Win, I always, always reach out to people that have gone viral I don't know if you heard about it, but the girl who dipped her chicken nuggets uh, in the soda at the U.S. Open, boom, she was on my show the next week. I had another guy went around uh, spring break parties asking girls if they like virgins, boom, he was on my show the next week. So you guys went viral, and I kind of want you to explain to the audience what that was like when all of a sudden your notifications are going crazy. I'm guessing you've had a bunch of companies reach out to you for sponsorships. How has it been, and what's the future? Uh, It's been overwhelming. Like, when you really are trying to push out really great content and aren't expecting it at all. And then everyone accepts it as something as trending and important in that moment. It makes you really feel inspired and encouraged. 
Yeah, we have sponsors reach out to us, like House of Highlights, Bush Report, being on Good Morning America. Even being on this interview right now is just something we didn't expect. And we want to give that same feeling to people that they will be able to experience at our base Splash Fest. And so when your video went viral, and we're talking about hugely viral, everyone's talking about it. You just said you've got numerous companies reaching out to you for interviews. What do the numbers look like on your page? And did you have any videos before that kind of reached any of these numbers? Was this your first time? First time. Mm-hmm. First yeah, time. this is our first. We've been making videos for around about three years. Uh, we have a lot of videos that we just didn't really release. And, you know, and this video was kind of released on a whim in of itself. It wasn't really planned to post. It was just like a, a Saturday morning. It was like, all right, let's post it. And then check my notifications six hours later, and it's at like almost a million views. So how would you describe get up and get it to uh, like a grandpa? You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm sure college kids, they understand it. But how do you, how do you uh, describe it to an older audience? Well, the older, to an older audience, audience what, it's just about yeah. forming a mindset of, like, you can do anything that you put your mind to. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's about just, just having, having fun. You know, t- taking time out of your day to, to whether, you know, you go for a walk or you, you, you explore the outdoors or you just kind of you take a moment out of your day to just enjoy. Boom. I Amen. love that, man. I'm all with you for that, too. And so uh, my next question here is, so let's say you got reached out to by HBO, Showtime, anything like that. And they said, hey, we want to take this little idea you have and expand it into a full-length TV show with multiple episodes, <laughs> anything like that. I mean, is that something you, you'd be up for? And is that something your creative mind could handle? Oh, of course. Oh, like, we're ready. what we're doing now. Like, this is not something that we are not prepared for. This is something that we are called for. And so if Amen. We, we had to make... Um, the demand and meet those expectations, we would exceed them. Because that's what Get Up and Get It is. To exceed all the expectations. Anything is possible. I love it. Adam we Epstein, believe. Adam Epstein here on Play to Win with Josh Roth and Hallelujah Jesus. And it's RVA Splash Fest. Get Up and Get It. September 21st, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. at the Diamond uh, Stadium parking lot. It's a water gun fight. And it's a charity event. I mean, it's all the proceeds. Part of the proceeds are going to go to Splash.org, and it's absolutely free. So I look if you're in the Richmond area, or even if you're in Nova like me, make the trip down 95 and get there. And so I, I'm guessing people have to bring their own water gun. I mean, you can't just hand out hundreds, right? Right, right. Water so we're, guns, we're definitely water asking balloons. people to bring your own water gun and and some water. Uh, we're expecting over 5,000 people. And we're just we're just ready to have some fun. So let's break that down. Absolutely. So the Guinness Book of World Records is at what right now? What number for largest water gun fight? Three thousand eight hundred and seventy-five. And is that like on video? Just are there pictures? Like how do how do they know that that is correct? Uh, yes. So so that happened around like seven years ago, um, in California. So, so there's like a whole history about that. And then now we're just gonna break the record by having more people than them. That's so cool. That's awesome. And so where, what is your social media, your Instagram, your Twitter, where people can find, uh, I guess, recap videos and highlights and all that after the event? Swag. Yeah, so you can follow the event page at RVA Splash Fest. And then you want to tell me your personal? Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. It's Swag Tanius at S-W-A-G-T-A-N-E-O-U-S. Swag Tanius. 
for all platforms of social media. And then you can also follow at underscore J-R-O-T-H for my personal as well. So I'm kind of wondering, you know, I'm, I'm in media myself here, and you, yeah. you put yourself into the spotlight with with this viral video. What comes next? I mean, do you are, are you already working on another idea? You just uh, grind with this because you hit something that's hot and travel the country, maybe travel the world doing water gun fights? What, what's going on in your mind frame right now? Oh, we have so much. Like, we have so many ideas just from in our vault that we didn't put out. But now that we know we have that momentum and energy, we're not going away anytime soon because joy is needed in this world. And we are going to provide that content, that wholesome content that people just love and feed on. And our right. Splash Fest is going to be the inaugural party, the grand opening for all of it. You know, this world is is it's an evil place. And the only way to defeat evil is with good. And and that's what we're trying to do. Oh, that's awesome, man. Completely positive and just be completely crazy with the possibility of joy <laughs> in any aspect. We gave seven yes. Teslas out. Yeah, so that was that was my next question. So it was like you guys, it, it was almost like uh, the burning stove, and anything you guys put on it, boom, it was going to cook <laughs> up. It was getting fried. You're making the fried chicken. Uh, oh you know what I mean? You're making the fried steak, and, and anything you posted was just going crazy, retweets everywhere. So I saw you put out that you're giving away Teslas. Boom, that oh, yeah. took off. Like, so, Goosebumps. So give me uh, give me the backstory on that and, uh, like, what's going on? Have people actually been driving around with Teslas that you gave them? Oh, we gave out seven Teslas to complete strangers. We had an anonymous donor provide us with that opportunity, and we completely capitalized. It wasn't just something out of the whim where we just planned out to like really take advantage of this festival. No, it was something that we planned out to give back to the community. We wanted to toss them a water gun the same way we tossed them a Tesla or vice versa. Yeah, all I can say is blessed to be a blessing. <laughs> Man, that, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, shoot. I, I know millions of people saw that. They were like, damn, I want a Tesla right now. That's exactly what I want. Oh, yeah, the DMs want. are crazy. <laughs> I bet. I, I bet. And so uh, my audience here, people that are listening to this, are probably between the ages of 20 and 30. They're going out in Clarendon, going out in D.C., uh, maybe out in Fairfax. I'm encouraging them to go to RVA. But if you guys ever end up in Arlington, D.C., first drinks on me, that's for sure. I really appreciate your time for this interview, and I want to give you guys one last uh, closing remark to convince my audience to come up to Richmond. Come come down to Richmond, Virginia. It's going to be the world's largest water gun fight. We're breaking the world record. It's just not going to just be just a water fight, though. It's going to be a community event that's going to help kids for clean water. It's a charity yes. event that's going to spread joy and act as wildfire with positivity. Yes, it's gonna be exactly. Saturday are... smiles, Saturday laughter, and a full blast of water. A full um, oh, I could not have said it any better. Like th this is also this is something. Go ahead. Oh uh, yes, it's we're breaking the world record. One, two, we'll have food, music, games, and we have an after party as well. It's a whole day. We will keep you occupied from 12 all the way to 9 p.m. Make sure you come to Richmond.
after party is at River City Roll, and we're going to have some fun bowling and hanging out. Awesome. You heard it here on Play to Win. RVA Splash Fest, September 21st, 12 to 3, but you can be expect to have fun all day. Josh all and day. hallelujah. Thanks so much for your time, guys, and uh, good Thank luck you. this weekend. Hallelujah. I've received a blessing. Let's get it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. So you just heard from Josh Roth, former VCU student, and hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I cannot uh, stress this enough. That is going to be a blast this weekend in Richmond, Virginia. And yes, his name is Hallelujah Jesus. He's not doing a bit. He's not like me calling himself the sports nerd. No, that that is the name he was given. Uh, and so here, as we continue on play to win, I want to talk about the Washington Redskins and their Monday night must, must, must win matchup with the Chicago Bears. Because uh, it's early in the season, but at the same time, you cannot lose this game because, one, you lose this game. You're either firing uh, Minuski or Gruden. That is that is fact. I mean, maybe if we lose by a field goal at the buzzer, they stay aligned. I don't think so. Someone's getting fired if the Redskins lose this Monday night. So when it, what it comes down to is the Redskins just need to put points on the board early and and not have to wait for the second half to make adjustments and for the second half. We've got to get up the field in the first and second quarter, and point, point, put points on the board. And it's one of those things where it drives me crazy because it seems like we take shots on the wrong plays. Like, for example, with this Dallas game, our best chance at going deep was the first play of the game. And yeah, you might you know catch them not looking, but most of the times, def- defenses are going to be ready for, hello, the first play of the game. I mean, come on. So Redskins fans, this is what I'm saying. Just like in 2016, the Redskins have dug themselves another 0-2 hole. But here, here on Play to Win, I'm going to tell you why. There's a chance the Skins can claw their way out of this hole and get to a 2-2 record and prepare for the final three quarters of the season. Because the Redskins offense hasn't been terrible. If you want to talk about one unit that's totally exceeded expectations, 100% it's the wide receiver core. I mean... Not even close. Terry McLaurin has been the scariest receiver we've had since DJX. Trey Quinn's making plays, catching low balls, making guys miss, getting the first down. And Kelvin Harmon actually making plays, making catches. Look, we've had injuries at tight end. Jordan Reed still hasn't played, but Jeremy Sprinkle has a few catches. I didn't see that coming. And the defense has been so bad that there's no way they can really get worse. They haven't had a stop in the second half of games. We can't sugarcoat it. This defense has been one of the worst in the leagues, especially in the second half of games. And so we have to find a way, whether it's, look, you can't leave Josh Norman alone. you got to put a safety over top. Uh, you you can't trust that Jimmy Moreland isn't going to make a, a few mistakes. So you you can't put him on the slot against a guy like Djax that can just burn burn you. And if you're looking in the backfield at all, you're done. So how do we turn these things around in the next two games? It starts with Monday night against Mitch Trubisky. And last season, he struggled a little bit, but everyone really thought he was the future. He was one, I mean, he was the Bears franchise QB, way better than Cutler ever was. But through two games, zero touchdown passes, one interception. The Bears aren't going to beat us downfield. And as long as we don't bend over and take another damn deep route right where we know it, We've got a chance here. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a defensive battle. And hopefully Jonathan Allen can return and get some pressure on the quarterbacks. 
The Redskins need to string five to six good plays in a row, then go for the bomb to McLaurin. You see what I mean there? Rather than the first play of the game. It drove me crazy. You took a shot on the first play of the game, then it's second and ten, then it's third and ten, then we punt. Three and outs. That We have to end the three and outs. We cannot continue uh, that trend, especially in the second half of ball games. Um, but in 2016, which I'm comparing to because the Redskins were 0-2 and then came back to make it 2-2 and and fight for the playoffs in the final week of the season. The Redskins defeated the Giants in New York 29-27, and then Cleveland at home 30-20, 31-20. Now, you can kind of compare our next two opponents to that because the Chicago Bears, eh, they're not great. They're not great. They, they are who we thought they were, a good defense and offense that's up and down. And then the next game is the New York Giants, so they just, they just decided they're throwing in Daniel Jones. I think that was a little too early because – Hello, they've been giving up 30 points a game. They're in the same issue as us. They gave away Landon Collins, and they got safety issues. We got Landon Collins. We still have safety issues. I like Monte Monte Nicholson, and I like Landon Collins too, but one of those guys has to stay back. You can't get beat over to the top two games in a row twice. It's so frustrating. And uh, hello, Michael Gallup had a 50-yard bomb where he was couldn't have been more wide open against Josh Norman and the pass was a little behind him, and he dropped it. Josh Norman, on that play, because I did the film breakdown, all right, and our guy Craig Hoffman at 106.7 The Fan has been doing the voiceovers and really breaking it down uh, technically for football fans. Josh Norman starts fading to the inside, and it's one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. He's got one-on-one coverage with no help, and yet... He's, his eyes are in the backfield the entire time looking at Dak, and he's floating around to the other, to the tight end, to the slot receiver. No, guard your man who's streaking down the field at full speed, and you know you can't catch up to him. And then you look at the touchdown pass where he actually did get beat. I dare you guys to watch that replay and not scream, not scream at your TV. Josh Norman is running step for step with him. Yeah, he's a step behind. He's a, but you can make up that step when the ball's in the air. But no, Josh Norman, as he's running, like a Thanos snap, turns off for three steps. Three steps. And that's all it took was three steps where he went from running 100% to 50% and then tried to make it back. You can't make up that ground. You can't make up that ground. You got beat by D-Jax, he embarrassed you, and then you got beat by some guy I've never heard of. Some Cowboys fourth receiver that was only playing because Tavon Austin got injured. It's so hard to be a Redskins fan. We're two weeks into the season, and I couldn't be more frustrated. It's driving me crazy. Because it feels like we should be in these games, and then you look at the scoreboard, and it didn't happen. Yeah, the Eagles game was a five-point loss. We got a garbage-time touchdown. You know what? Same with the Cowboys. But I'm cool with that because I got McLaurin on my fantasy team. I'm Adam Epstein here on Play to Win. I hope you've enjoyed this and I hope this gets you siced. Monday Night Football. Bye, Sean.